Hi, I'm Gio Puyat, and this is Quentong Creatives, a podcast to get to know the stories, strategies, and lessons of Filipino creatives from different fields. Quentong Creatives is produced by Anima Podcasts. All right, so this episode is something I've really been looking forward to putting out. We have on the show JK, Juan Carlos, amazing musician, songwriter, and actor. And he shared so much good insight this episode. As in, ang sarap ng kwentuhan namin. And I think we really naturally came across all these really interesting topics from music, from being in the business, to filmmaking, and just what inspires him creatively. And even his approach to fame. I was really excited to put this episode out because it's really at the core of what Quentum Creatives should be. And it's really these in-depth conversations when you really sit down with someone, talk to them face to face. And I think you just get into these topics, into territory that you don't normally get for like a 20-minute conversation. I know it's um, more palatable on Spotify to have shorter episodes, but I just, you know, um, the episodes you guys are hearing are moments of conversation that have really kind of bloomed as they happen. So um, I think that's where you get the best insight from all these artists and creatives. You know, sometimes we get to a vulnerable place, and that's really special for me. And that's what I wanted to share with this podcast. So, yeah, si JK, sobrang okay siyang kausap. It was so easy to connect to him. And I really appreciated what he said na when he works with different creatives, hindi siya transactional, diba? There's really um, that search to connect with someone, which I really appreciated as an interviewer. Um, yeah, he's really an insightful guy. And if you follow our conversations, we'll get to many different places. But he really seems like a guy who has reflected on his situation you know, coming from poverty, growing up in Cebu, winning a voice contest, a singing contest, and having his career turn into what it is now. It's really a crazy story. So I hope you guys enjoy my conversation with Juan Carlos. Okay, so welcome to the show. Today we have an insanely talented artist right now. He's a singer, songwriter, musician, and actor with a Spotify bio that simply says, I make music. He's garnered <laughs> hundreds of millions of plays with songs like Buan, Demonio, and he's also an actor who's come out in films like Blue Room, Ako si Ninoy, and a few more coming out this year. So welcome to the show, Juan Carlos. What up, man? What's up, what's up? What's up? Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, man? I'm Most good. Fun. I'm good. Welcome to our our live space crib, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, uh, what, what are you into now, man? Like, what what are you, you just told me like where you came from? What are you guys in the middle of doing right now? Well, so right now, uh, we're mainly busy with shooting um, music videos for an album that I'm releasing this year. Mm-hmm. So that one's a 16-track album and. Oh, wow, it's it's quite stressful, honestly. Like, I mean, with good stress. But, I mean, you know. Um, parang minsan dumarating sa point na pag yung tipong damit na medyo basa tapos 
try mong pigain tapos tulo na lang alam mo yun pero like yeah masaya naman kasi you know these kinds of things it, it satisfies the soul at the end of it uh-huh. when you see the finished product so yeah as we're doing now an album basically um, so this stage is like promo step of the album tapos na kayo record or yeah 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 so we started recording I think It was a, it was a whole process because I started recording my by myself in my home space in my home studio I probably around what last year late last year fourth quarter of last year and then around January okay let's bring this to the studio and then after that it went to the whole mixing thing but then parang I guess especially me as an as an artist I always uh, I don't know I guess we're our biggest critics right like I feel like the hardest thing to do is knowing when to stop. So, parang alam mo yun, like in the process of recording a song, it's like uh, two months later, parang you know what? What if I do this? Or like, what if I do that? But what if I add this? What if I remove that? So that's why it's like taking longer. Definitely, I want to get into that later about that whole, you know, um, system of young phases, the right? working as a f- artist in the Philippines, some recording, my songwriting, and then later the promos. Um, but I think I want to get first into like just some context. No? Like, I want to start with just like a way that the audience can get to know where you came from more. Um, and I think that's usually like the f- I want to ask the first moment where you discovered music as a fan. Right? for everyone, Parang sa kuya mo or sa ate, they give you an album or fan ka ng OBB ng anime na or something. Can you tell us like when you discovered na parang you were like a fan of, of a certain kind of music? I really didn't have any specific epiphany moment of discovery. It was more of like a, a subconscious consumption as a kid growing up in in uh, what in in the province. And I remember growing up as a kid that my uncle would my uncle is a big fan, big fan of Mariah Carey. Like every single fucking day. <laughs> Mariah Carey songs non-stop. So parang, it was really that and then also my Lola, none, none from my family are musicians, by the way. They just love music. And my Lola would always play the the classics, mga Engelbert Humperdinck, mga Victor Wood, alam mo yun, mga, ano, mga Tom Jones, mga Elvis Presley, sobrang mga Luma, mga old 50s, 60s rock and roll, even Filipino, Kondima, Napo Hiking, VST, Juan de la Cruz band. So, it was this whole thing of parang, ano ba yung sa opening ng Powerpuff Girls, yung si ano, Professor X na naglalagay <laughs> na ganyan mga ano. Everything oh, nice. <laughs> every, yeah, exactly. That specific scene, I, that's how I like to think of it. Na... It was just that, and then eventually, parang it transcended into like me, parang singing along with the songs and everything, ganyan. And then, wala, parang I just started singing. But then the very first moment that, you know what, I'm gonna like look for my own, parang you know, was Michael Jackson. Wow, yeah, Michael MJ. Jackson, okay. MJ, yeah. and then I was like, oh shit, okay. Dude, I cried when MJ died. 
that's how affected I was. Binalitan na sa TV yun. Fuck, umiyak ako. I mean, wala lang, umiyak lang ako. Diba? Parang shit, sakit dun. Tapos eventually, may, I grew up with my uncle and my lola. And my mom had, had a different family. But we were close still and I would always go to her house. And then... My mom, I guess, was the one who noticed that whole thing with me being so inclined into, not inclined, but like so being into singing, for example. And she was the one who started like just, you know what, they, they would do this. Like, pag merong mga singing, singing sa classroom mo, like, just join in. I'm like, all right. Eh, I guess lumaki ang makapalumuka din. So, parang, okay, di ba? So basically, if my mom would, would have been alive today, she would have been like my stage mom. And she was the one who pushed me into like joining these like auditions sa mga kung ano-ano man. Like, um, kasi sa Cebu, like merong mga ano minsan. So pag mga big networks, meron silang pa auditions for like a specific show, ganyan-ganyan. And then in a nutshell, that's how I basically ended up with the voice kids. Uh, that's right. where I started it. But I, I auditioned for The Voice Kids five days after my mom passed away. Oh, shit. She okay. didn't even know about it. Damn. So, parang napaka... Damn. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Parang, shit. Basically, like, I joined because I wanted to do it for her. Parang, you know what? It's okay. I didn't want it in the beginning. Actually, I, I actually never wanted it. But yeah. I was like, it's okay. Huh? I'll join yeah. it because it's for my mom. Parang ganun. Paint us a picture of what that was like growing up in Cebu. Kasi... Sometimes we think very Manila centric yung pag-isip ng mga tao. But mm-hmm. like growing up at that time, na you wanted to, you know, was was joining like those contests and auditions something that you seemed like a path to like a music career, or were you just doing it for like, you know, like an in the moment kind of thing? Um, I mean, as a kid, I'm, I I didn't know what I wanted to do in life. I mean, I don't think any kid knows what they want to do in life. Some people grew up with, the, like, you know, with a golden spoon. Mm. We grew up with no fucking spoon. <laughs> like, like you, you grew up in, like, poverty. So, like, that also adds, adds up to the whole super different perspective coming into it. Parang, you know, naka, nakatatak sa akin yung o pinagdaanan ko sa buhay namin tapos parang as a kid I never wanted to be in showbiz I never wanted the public thing I never wanted attention I never wanted fame but ano yung nga my mom got diagnosed with cancer and I didn't grow up with a dad did you ever get to know your dad no I don't know I don't know my dad at all like oh yeah my mom got diagnosed with cancer and um yeah, it was a whole process. It was a whole thing. It was a whole uh, journey. And then eventually, she, you know, she didn't make it. And uh, weirdly enough, that's when we became closer to each other. And that's, and parang, ayun nga, parang for her sake, for her memory, the parang, that's why I joined that audition. Not because I wanted to do it for me. Because again, I didn't want any of that. But because I wanted to do it for her. Parang, yung gusto ng nanay ko but at least matuwa man siya kahit saan siya ngayon. Diba? And just so fucking happens that I got in. <laughs> like, and then it turned into like a whole thing. Yeah, like, yeah. It just turned into this like whole <laughs> path of like, what the fuck? All of a sudden, I'm in front of a camera. I'm on TV. I'm like, oh, 
I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, so, I don't know. I don't know. That's why even up till now, like, I, I still feel weird when people ask for pictures. And, like, when people, like, scream, parang, ah, I don't know. Why are you doing that? Did mean. you feel that in Cebu right away? Like, right after getting on The Voice, you get recognized now? In, in oh, public? yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. It's, if you, if you join something and you come from Manila, you go to Manila, people don't really, like, this is where the industry is. So it's kind of like, I don't know. If you're in Holly, if you're a Hollywood star, and then if you go to Hollywood, people from Hollywood see you. They don't really care much. So, but it's a different. Uh, there's a different intensity when you go to the province, for example. Because it's like, oh shit, TV, what is TV, bro? Yeah, so all of a sudden, attention, ganon ganon, and then it was the most interesting thing because, like, in school, I was always bullied, and I was always because I was I was the only one who looked different. Because I'm half German and half, you know, Noipi. But pure Pinoy at heart. But then growing up, I was like bullied and I was all of these things. But then after that whole TV thing, all of a sudden, everybody wanted to become my friend. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. this is so fucking weird. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, you changed. Bumait ka bigla. Nice. So, parang, yeah, it was a whole thing. And I. I it was really weird. It was weird, yeah. You know, that reminds me of like of Bob Marley. I don't know if you know it, but I saw it in a, a documentary because he grew up in Jamaica. I love Bob Marley. And yeah. see, Bob Marley mixed race then, so, you know, like, I think his dad was white and then um, he would also get bullied in Jamaica for being, looking different, right? Yeah, And yeah, then yeah. that also changed his, like, he has songs about it. Um, and I think that kind of informed his songwriting style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, did those early years kind of I don't know, affect how you approached music and stuff? Or were you already playing, you know, uh, music at that time? Or I don't really think I became an actual musician by the time I was 16, 17. So I joined The Voice because around 2014, uh, I was 13, basically. And the whole The Voice Kids thing happened. And then after that, I got into... Um, TV, and they were putting me in teleseries. They were putting, they were just putting me on TV, and I was doing that for like a solid three years, four years. You know, Star Magic, ABS, CBN, like, uh, and so many opportunities, so many, uh, and I'm, I'm always gonna be forever grateful. And I guess that really established like my being someone with an influence being a celebrity, right? Being a TV personality, a public figure. That that whole thing established that. Got into big teleseries and parang, you know, I was a celebrity. But around that time, I didn't really feel like I had the, I, I, I actually had a parang the license to call myself a musician musician kasi parang oh, wala wala akong pinagdaan ng pinagdaanan ng mga iniidolo ko right i mean what i was i was touring mall shows playing minus one songs and alam mo yun with like, with songs i didn't even make kasi by the time the label was giving me songs and everything and then parang around the time i was 15 i started writing songs I started picking up a guitar because after the Voice Kids happened, um, 
she coach babu uh, gifted me a small you know, baby tailor la lang it was really cute it was really cute i didn't touch that thing up until i was 15 so it was 13 14 15 i didn't touch that thing it was just there you know i, I don't know i just had a pattern I would just imagine all of these things in my head. The parang sige, tang aral ako. Tang nakirap nito. Paano ba to? <laughs> Paano ba to? Nakirap. Tapos ayon. That's where it started. The parang oh, that's where it started. The whole process of like, oh my god, like I can just make songs. Songs are just basically poems with melodies. It's just wow. Like whatever I. Th- think i can put it here and then like basically i can say whatever i want without being judged because it's a song that's amazing I right but yeah. holy shit um and then i, I really sobrang nag dive deep ako into that really just songwriting making so many songs and then by the time i was still doing the whole tv thing by the time i was 17 now around the time i was 17 that's when i had the switch like parang you know what i want to be a musician 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 like i don't want to be a celebrity who sings i want to be a musician i i kind of want to stop being an actor who sings i want to be a musician who acts so basically i did like a super risky thing Um, which was just kind of stop it with the TV thing, stop the shows, mga ganyan, stop accepting and doing all of these things. And then I told my record label, I have songs. I, I, I want to play with a band. I want to play bar gigs. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get tattoos. Yeah. Which is a big no-no, by the way, yeah, right? Yeah. If you're like a celebrity, like you know, public personality, public figure, it's a big no-no. Because uh-huh. of course, like, endorsements, yeah, and everything. Nothing, nothing understandable, man. Of course. Yeah. I was like, parang yun parang rebellious mo parang shit. Gusto ko, gusto ko gawin yon. Gusto ko pagdaanan yung mga pinagdaanan ng mga iniidulo ko. Sino mga to? Sino mga iniidulo mo at this time? Like around that time, dude. Uh, Starting from my own coach in the Voice Kids, Bamboo, River Maya, and then Eheads, Itchy Worms, Parokia. I started getting into like the whole like local scene, and then Jeff Buckley, like parang holy fuck, like all of these things. And I see, I, I look at all of, I watch all of their their stuff online, and inspired. Like I want to do that. I want to play with a with an amazing band. Right, so the label didn't like it at first. Then, then the label didn't like it at first. So I had to kind of like really, push that. I went on some sort of strike in a sense, and then I really wanted to push that. And then that was a leap of faith, you know. Yeah, leap of faith. And kaya sure risk, because I've been the one taking care of my family since I was 13. I don't always say that, but I have to say that in a way, the parang. It's hard if you're, especially if you're the breadwinner, because you know you're you don't you don't have the freedom and the privilege as compared to like what other kids have, of just being able to do whatever you want without the repercussion of like you know if if this thing fails, um, my family, I won't be able to pay for their rent. 
I won't be able to buy my grandma's meds. Like, yeah. you know, it's a whole thing. Yeah. And you're like 17? <laughs> I was 13. <laughs> <laughs> like when that whole thing started. So parang, that time I was 17, my family was relying on me and everything. So parang, I didn't have the privilege of failing, if that makes sense, right? So I guess, you know, and then, I, I, well, I got lucky because it worked out well. That's when I released Demonio, that's when I released Buan, and all of these songs, and they got big. I guess, parang, now, now we're here. Yeah. Right? The parang, yeah. that was around 2018 when I released those songs. How did you get people to like take you seriously as a musician? At In the beginning, time? they didn't. They didn't, man. Because obviously, parang, diba, parang pupunta, pupunta ako sa mga bar gigs, tapos sa mga tapa, parang, celebrity, tapos dito sa Zagiyo. So, siya, papasok ko, medyo, na, ano, kasi daming, pagpapasok, daming picture, ganyan, ganyan. So, parang, pagpapasok ko, tapos inaagawan ko sila ng attention or what. So, parang, may, may, hindi pang, ano, pero may, may ganung feeling, may, may ganung vibe ng contest. So, in the beginning, people were like, you know, man, parang, they weren't that, they didn't welcome me with open arms, right? Because of, obviously, because I wasn't part of that thing. I wasn't part of that circle. Na parang, in some sort of way, I had the unfair advantage of already having my own following. But then, eventually, I, I don't know, I just, I just stayed myself and I just stayed, I don't know, true to what I wanted and I just poured so much passion and love for music as a medium and music as an outlet and music as this fucking beautiful thing, right? And I guess in some sort of way, subconsciously, people hopefully just saw that and then parang, oh, you know what, yeah, not that bad. Like, seryoso naman pala siya. Like, parang so, and then, yeah, and then now I'm so privileged to be able to work with the musicians that the people I look up to work with. Let's talk about that. I want to ask how... Um, when you said you want to be a musician, another part of that is playing with other musicians. Yeah, Iba yeah. yung mag-isa ka lang sa bedroom, nag-jam, pero kapag may kausap ka ng ibang musician, staying on the groove, like on the beat with another bassist and a drummer, how did that happen Now uh, you got to meet other people and start jamming with them? I mean, the industry is a small world. It's not, it's not just the music industry, but every kind of industry is a, it's just really small. Right? And even sometimes industries transcend. Like, they overlap. So, parang... In the beginning, working with other musicians, like, parang, it was... It was fucking scary, man. Yeah, like, yeah. holy shit. <laughs> right? Like, I, like, like, hi, I'm JK. <laughs> I, I want to play with you guys. Like, uh, here's, here's what I want to do with the song. Like, so, parang... It was a whole like parang massaging. It was a whole stretch thing in the parang okay, warm up, warming up to them and warming warming up to all these people. And I always I always want to work with people that are better than me. Not just with music, but with 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 acting, with business. I always love being surrounded by people that are better than me. Because I always want to be the weakest link. Because at least I know my weakness and I know my capabilities. Right? And like, you know, uh, 
I guess like the whole I I I don't, I don't even know how it how it all happened. I guess ayun like with what I said earlier, makapalan talaga mo ako. I I I don't get scared or like parang with the thought of doing something na parang eh hey, I try I'll try to reach out to someone and like hey like let's play. Let's record. Let's go to the studio and I and they're like uh, um okay like alam mo parang why not? Wala na mo mawala sa akin, di ba? So I, I guess it just turned out that like I started with like um, playing with Shrabi uh, Hipolito from Watawat uh, Band, Freddie Aguilar. And tapos yung uh, anak ni Sir Abe, si Gia, an amazing drummer. He was he became a big part of that of the team. Si Luis, which is yung uh, Niece ni Sir Mike Bias, amazing bassist. That was the, that was my ano, that was my first band. It, it talaga like, pasalay yung naging first solid band. And then like yung when I work with people, I never I never do one time transactional things. Eh. I I I always our our work always transcends into like. A deeper and personal connection, and then, uh, it always turns into like having a personal relationship mm-hmm. with these people. Mm-hmm. Right? I think that works really well for creative projects. So it, it, does. it does, man. Transactional it does. It's so it's so hard to work with someone that you don't have a connection with, right? Yeah, you could you could be amazing with what you do, but if you if we don't vibe with each other if 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 we just don't like each other's energy it's gonna be hard but then if like alam mo yun na parang tropa tayo tas parang alam mo yun yung trabaho di mo mararamdaman yung trabaho and like I guess music is such a ano eh, personal thing that you share with someone parang you're sharing a journal entry to some person kailangan parang may tiwala talaga diba? oh oh man oh oh oh, oh, oh. like it's it's this being an artist is being in the industry of vulnerability, right? I mean, hey, imagine like you have a diary and then you just show it to people, right? Like, yeah. how, what does that feel? So, parang yeah, and you you really have to trust the people that you work with. That's really important. It's super important. Oh, man. Going back to when I work with people, even up until now, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm just going to share you the vision I have. But put your ideas into it. Because I don't want you to be just a printer. Yeah, yeah. Now, hey, here's the printer. file, print it out the yeah. way I want it. I don't want, yeah, I don't want a, that. Right? That's I, a perfect analogy. Yeah, right? Yeah. I... I, I you have your own thing. You have your own flavor. You can make your own riff. As long as it stays within this bound of like, you know, as long as it stays within this, the, this big structure. Right? So, parang, I guess, uh, it started that way and I kept it that way. And that's why like now when I work with different guitar players, for example, on a song, it, it, it will sound different with any guitar player. Right? A song will drastically change if you change just one piece of instrument. And yeah, I I don't know. 
it's really more of a it's really more of a ano na eh, parang with music especially or uh, with films with with in, in this creative industry we're in sometimes kasi there's that whole ano eh, concept of vibes yeah rawness the emotions yeah. all of these like terms right the parang gusto kasi like ideas ng mga totoong tao iba kasi pag totoong tao yung tumugtog eh. iba yung iba yung emotion na ibibigay yeah. sa song eh. yeah. whether that actually is true or not i mean you know you have all of these comparisons of like uh real drummer versus software drummer yeah. you have all of these things and sometimes people can't tell the difference but then mm. i guess it's a more of like a personal spiritual belief or like emotional mm-hmm. gets mo yung sinasabi yeah, ko yeah, yeah. na uh, parang iba eh mas mas random mo eh alam mo ganun so i mean i see that i work in advertising yeah, yeah, and yeah. then when i see actors on an advertising set wow ang sarap ng ganyan versus like other actors who are in a scene reacting to each other listening to each other i mean there is a difference then in how like you know na may may totoo may vibe so even with music iba din eh yun yun eh yun yun eh it, it, i don't know what's at all energy or something na parang which is basically just words eventually because especially in this digital era that we live in technically like no matter how real you record something it just all turns digital anyway so i mean like technically it doesn't really make sense especially for it's hard for people to just understand it's hard to justify it but like parang The whole concept of like, there's a difference with a software instrument orchestra versus actually recording a real orchestra. It's not necessarily what you're able to record, but that the the, the energy and the space that it puts you in being in that same room with an actual live orchestra. There's beauty in imperfection. There's beauty in the the things that are, alam mo yun, human, right? There's beauty in that, and that, that's why that's why I look up to all of these like Stevie Wonder, right? The like Erica Badu, like all of these artists, like because there's that there's the beauty of the imperfection, right? There's raw, there's real. Alam mo yun? mga mga yung pag tunog ng daliri mo sa gitara, ganyan-ganyan. Kasi yung mga chord na hindi mo naman dapat tinugtog pero na, natamaan mo. Yung mga strings na ganyan. Yung mga sumabit minsan. Pero sarap. Bagay. Magana, eh. Merong, merong ganun eh. It's, it's so hard to explain, yeah, di ba? Yeah. Sometimes parang sabog-talk na siya. Ano yeah. <laughs> ba? Pero parang, hindi eh. eh. Like, no, get eh. You some... get it if you get it. Ano yeah, yeah, yeah. eh. You get it. If you're there, if you're in the studio, you'll get it. Yeah, you'll yeah. get it. And sometimes there are live shows na super super pulido, na I guess I don't know if it's like a big event or whatever, but there's a difference if like you're playing at Sagio, like a bar gig or something, and you allow for, wala hindi siya yung I don't know, parang it's just the the vibe of the space. Yeah, yeah, walang walang playback, walang structure <laughs> talagang walang means pag walang metro for example, oh, wherein when you perform the song live, it actually doesn't sound close to the song. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's also there's also something in there. I mean, nothing against like actually seeing live concerts of like artists singing their songs and it sounds like the actual recording. That's amazing in and of yeah, itself. Yeah, that's still hard to do. Cozier, <laughs> for example, like that. Holy shit. Right? Even if kahit acoustic performance, yung boses, yung parin eh. Parang, wow. 
And then, like, alam yun, so, I guess that also leads us to the whole topic of parang, there's really no rule and that's the best part about it. Because there's no right way of doing something. There's just preferences. That's it. There's no wrong music. There's no wrong taste. There's no wrong sound. It's just the right audience, right? It's just the right people in the right market. Because no matter how niche or commercial you are, you'll always have people who will eventually listen. So I wanted to go back to to Buen, and like in context to that was I just remember um, watching Liam Gallagher here from Oasis in the Philippines, 2017, and then I remember he played Wonderwall at the last song of his set, and then he kind of did it much begrudgingly, parang oh, ito na, na ito, Wonderwall na. So and I just wondered with you with like a crazy hit song like Buen, do you have like a love hate relationship with it where? You know, you love it, it, you're grateful for what it gave you, but is there a point where like people just like scream song requests at gigs and you just want to, you know... Yeah, what is your relationship with that song at this point? Well, at this point, I super despise that song. I hate it. And not because, not, no, no, not because people love it. Yeah. But because of the personal relationship that I have for that song. Because that song, I wrote it for my, my then-girlfriend. And I remember the very first moment where I was the only one who knew the song. I played it to her for the first time, and we were the only two people in the, in the world who, who knew about that song, who heard that song. And it was special. It was amazing. And then, when I release music, technically, it's not, I don't see it as mine anymore. When I release something, when I make a song, it's only mine from the moment of, you know, making love and the nine months of pregnancy (laughs) up until the delivery. Once once that thing is out in the world, that's like part of society. That's not mine anymore. (laughs) Right? So that's, that's when the song is really just only mine. But then once it's out, it's not mine anymore. So and I remember, you know, that song my, my, my ex loved so dearly. It was really beautiful. It was that special thing we had that only the two of us knew. Got released, got big, basically became a national anthem. Everywhere we go, we would hear it. And it just turned into this like, well, it's not my song anymore. And it's not our song anymore. It's everybody's song. And what, the reason why I said I hate it now, I despise it, is because my, well, my girlfriend and I broke up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really just it. Like, I hate it. Oh, because when I perform a song, the reason why I, I, a lot of people think I'm being OA or I'm being whatever, like super exaggerated performances, is because when, uh, when I perform the song, which is, a lot, which is a lot of people don't get, when I perform a song live, I will always be brought back um, I will always be brought back to the moment that I wrote that song and the emotions that I felt writing that song. That's it. So, th- th- that's the whole thing with, with Buan. I don't, I don't like being brought back to that specific moment in time when I made that and I shared it to her for the first time. That's really it. That's crazy, That's really man. It. Yeah, and yeah. Like, but then, parang ayon nga, it's 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 also public service at this point, na, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, yeah, it's 
that's not a bad thing. People love the song, that's a good thing. So, you know, it's all about finding the right balance of creating something for people and creating something for you and doing something for people and doing something for you. So, for example, in a gig, I would, okay, I'll perform five songs. Or let's just say I'll perform two songs. I'll perform one song that I want to perform, whether it be new, old, cover, mine or not. That's for me. And then after this, okay, I'll perform one that's for you. Or Demonio, that's for you. Or Kalawakan, that's for you. Right? So it's just the right balance. That's, but that's the only reason why I don't like performing the song because of the whole thing with my ex. Like, ah, oh, I don't like it at all. I don't like being brought back there in that moment. Because that's what always happen, happens when I perform a song. I'm brought back to the moment I, when I made it. Yeah, talk to us about playing live. Um, I've seen you live too and I feel it, man. Like, may, may, may you leave something on stage that's there for you in the audience. And I appreciate that as someone who watches a show, right? Um, did coming as from some guy who wanted to do bar gigs before, like he used to do mall shows, whatever. Um, ano yung parang naging mindset mo, ethos mo in like doing live shows? Did you learn that from someone, or is it natural to you na gusto kong ibigay lahat talaga on stage? I guess it just became, it just became a natural thing. I just let go. Ano man, parang when I'm there, the whole process of be going up on stage and then being actually there on stage it's a whole process like before i go on stage even after perf- performing so many times already i still get so nervous like i want to puke i want to vomit you know like oh but then once i'm there in front of the uh, in front of the crowd and i'm singing once i start singing when i once i start hearing my band and once i start hearing sounds it's like oh therapeutic and i'm in my zone and I guess with me, like, I, I love being a canvas. And the songs are the colors. And the instruments is the paintbrush. Right? So at that point, I'm just a blank canvas. And as the music plays, and as the band plays, and as the, song, the songs begin, I'm just a blank canvas with a painting being painted on it. Nalim nun. Pero like parang like, like the analogy it. of it, yeah, right? Yeah, parang yeah. That's, that's really it. So parang I'm just I just feel whatever comes out of my mouth. That's what it looks like, man. When you perform, it's like a surrender. And it's, it's a good balance also kasi parang at the same time, hey, you know, you get paid for what you do. Yep. So, it's it's finding the right balance of also being able to do it for the people. And it's also a right balance of being able to entertain. Because we, as performers, we are entertainers. And entertainment doesn't always necessarily mean happy, by the way. Entertainment is a, is a spectrum of all kinds of emotions. You can be entertained by seeing someone perform such, an, such a sad song. Like, oh, I'm so entertained right now. And I guess that's how I see it. Uh, maybe yung ano ko sa dictionary. But like, <laughs> I feel like that's no, it. That makes eh. sense. Like, right? even like blues music, right? Blues music, pang yeah. Ano kuti na? Like, you, you know, but you're feeling yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, an emotion, and it's not necessarily happy. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, kinsa. It's 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 just always it's just always about finding the right balance for whatever you do. Honestly, 
can you talk to us about like the hustle of the musician life? Paint us a picture of what it likes to play gigs and what's like a busy week look like for you and the band. Um, yeah, how, how, like, how's the shows? How do you cope with the energy that you put out every night? Yeah. A, a, a big factor of that is really the people that you work with and the people you're surrounded with. Right? Na parang, same thing with like filming scenes for, or filming movies or whatever it could be. Maybe it's always a big factor, the energy and and I guess the passion that the people around you put into it. If you work with a with a shitty production, with a shitty crew and shitty people, with shitty attitudes, then it's going to be a shitty experience, right? But then if you work with people that are just, you know, Light on Avoid stress. Let's just have fun and all of these things. Let's just enjoy the process. And it turns into something that can easily be handled, right? And I guess that's always one of the things with performances, like, oh man, live shows or something else, because it's, it's, you never know what's going to happen. So that's always stressful. You never know what things could happen in the process of like going to the event, yung, yung, yung logistics, yung travel, yung ito ganyan, especially when flights are involved, which you can never control, and especially the airport. It's all of these different things that are really stressful, especially like when you go have shows out of town in the provinces. Oh, sometimes so many issues you can face. At the same time, it's all about perspective. Na parang... For me, ever since, it's always been part of the journey. It's always been part of the adventure. And I, and with whatever I do, I always, always, always enjoy the process. And that's the thing. Like, parang after having so many gigs, paramihan sa mga gigs namin na pinaka-stressful, yun yung pinaka-memorable. Ah, talaga. Yun yung pinaka-memorable. Kasi yung mga pinaka-maalala mo. Parang naalala mo yun, naalala mo ito, nag-iing kwento na sa inuman. Tapos nag-iing kwento na, tapos nag-iing kwento na sa ibang tao, nag-iing kwento na sa ibang tao, na parang nice. Naalala mo yung sina J.K. kikita ganyan, oh shit, nakakatawa yun. So, I wanna ask naman about the acting. I mean, we talked about live performance, Um, and yeah, and I guess I wanted to ask. So since you you did move from, or you stopped taking the celebrity stuff, you went straight into um, the music, um, and then recently, parang mas nagano kana. You're taking feature films, indie films. What was that? Naging leap of faith din ulit bayon. Was that a, a different shift? What what prompted that parang conscious shift? I wanted to take these more serious roles. Oh, because I've I've always loved. Films. I've always loved films. I've always loved acting. I've always loved it. I guess I just love being a canvas. And oh, right? Yeah, I, came I back guess to I just, that. I just uh, love yeah. being that. So same thing with acting, right? Like, hey, it's me. Characters. Oh, put that on me, right? I will play that. I will wear that costume, right? Um, I will give that mascot the best performance of its life. Well, I'll try my best, right? So uh, I I started getting back into acting around 2021 when si Atima Anasunson, the director for Blue Room, uh, they reached out because they wanted to get me 
for this film, for Cinemalaya. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. I love Cinemalaya. I love the films that come out of there. Like, oh my God, I love independent films. I love that game. And then uh, I, didn't, I didn't really even know the story. It was like, game. And then I found out about the story and it was really nice because it was a story about like um, a band. So basically a band and the journey they, they went through with all of these so many... Well, I don't, I, I don't want to talk about it because I will definitely spoil it if I talk about it. But basically, it was nice because there was some sort of transition from getting back into acting because music was involved still. So parang my character was being a, was as a musician so parang okay that's 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 fairly easy for me because I am a musician so okay and then acting so parang naging easy transition siya. and parang ever since then I just started growing my network and tapping into my already existing dormant network of people in the film industry na parang hey you know I'm alive I'm back and then eventually more opportunities came in I just love it. And parang, I, I, I just I just love portraying characters. I just love it so much. I love reading scripts and like, you know, making the the backbones of all of these characters. So parang, okay, paano magsasalita? Paano gagalaw? Paano maglalakad? Paano yung itsura? Paano yung bosses niya malalim ba? Or medyo mas mataas ba? Or medyo mas airy ba? preparation goes into a new character for you it depends it depends if it depends on the director you're, and the writers you're working with because sometimes they when they give you a character they already have it like they, they already have the character in mind they already built the character so sometimes you just really have to follow the the kumbaga the character spine that they did that they made and then sometimes you work with directors that really are just yeah, the characters are a concept so whatever you want to put in it however you want to dress up for this character go and then basically it's just up for approval na lang, whether they like it or not so yeah i decided to have my acting career be managed by a production company <laughs> which i thought was nice because like hey you don't need to look for gigs because yeah, yeah, you can yeah. just make them <laughs> right it's yeah, really yeah, fun yeah. it's really fun i also just recently did this um Cinema Live film again for this year with Kevin Mayuga. I know him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know the team, Sila Martika and Sila Martika, yeah, yeah they're, they're amazing. They're amazing. I, I, I love them, man. It's what I was talking about. Like when you work with, with these people that are so passionate in what they do and they're so easy to work with, it, oh, you, the, the whole process just becomes so much fun. Like, parang, whatever it is, whatever project, if, it's, if, it's, if it comes from these people, I will say yes. Ganun siya. Alam mo yun? Like, no doubt, yes, let's work together again. I'd, I'd love to work with you together again. After, you know, X number of years performing live, na yun yung main thing mo, was there anything you took away from those live performances that changed the way you approached acting from the start that you're doing serious? Oh. Now, you're doing it differently. Like, oh, how did that change? This, this is an amazing question. I feel like whatever it is you do, you will always you will always get some sort of something and put it in something else. So I feel like with learnings, kasi it's not really always a specific thing. So parang, 
it was a vice versa thing. I, I, I did actings before and like the whole environment of like TV series before, it was really, it was really a, a stressful thing. It was really a stressful thing because everybody's like really working hard. Scripts come in the same day because like Alamion, they would always have to like change it for the teleserie because parang ano ganyan So it was always really stressful because you didn't know what to do, and everyone was just like scrambling around because like everyone was just really trying to make it work. So in some sort of way, being so used to stress and being so used to being under pressure, that whole thing in and of itself, I was able to to use in performing life. If something happens, huh? you know, part of it, calm down, chill, you know. And e- even even with handling with um, personal life, right, the stressful situations, like being used to being under pressure, it's one of the biggest things that I've learned. And, even even dealing with like the business aspect of things, like talking to all of these different people, other business people, like having partnerships and like all of these things, it's always that thing of being under pressure, like being stable. Because I'm used to stress. So parang when I'm under stress, I'm like, hey, So it's one of the things. So basically like going back na so many of these different things, music, uh, acting, business, personal life, whatever best attributes and learnings you can get from them, you can easily use it in something else. So I guess that's one of the best things about it. Because like, you know, I will learn some things from acting that I can use for writing a song or, or performing live. I can use some learnings when it comes to script making for writing songs. All of these things... And I can use some things that I learned from writing songs into drafting deals and contracts for my business. So it's an amazing thing. It's an yeah, amazing yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solid. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I think I think we can end it with one last segment of advice. So I'm so far, but I do want to end it with just these questions about um, you know um, for other musicians who wanna. To make it then, or to make a living as an artist in the Philippines now. So, um, yeah, maybe talk share us about songwriting now. Are you the type of guy, but to 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 sit down and you know churn out something creative, or are you something to catch things on the fly? Do you write ideas right away, or do you um, try to churn it out in one sitting? Wait, I have a question for you. As a as a as a creative person, do you have structure? You know, it depends. It depends on stuff. Like if I'm doing like a work for an advertising project, I do have a structure that like I, I sit into. I have to, you know, um, fill out this set of notes or whatever. But for other things that are more free, um, like I also play music too. I also have a band. Oh, really? And yeah. And we, for that one, it's not structured at all. It's just like very feel. And I'll, I'll take what my other band member gives me. Like our vocalist writes the songs, and then when he sends us the songs, I'll, you know, I don't have a structure much for that. So yeah, is, is it the same for you? Or? I don't, I don't, I, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but that's one of the things that I notice with being in the creative industry. It's really like I can't have structure at all. Yeah. I can't have a routine. Like 
especially with all the things I'm doing, you know, sometimes you do live performances and that's one of the biggest problems as well, sleep. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. oh my. Sometimes parang, actually, mas makakabuti pa ng 9 to 5. Ako, may routine pa ako, di ba? Kakatulog pa ako ng kahit papano. Pero dito, walang, walang structure, walang routine at all. Walang, walang, alam mo yun? So, for example, like, that's my biggest problem, sleep. Um, I try to sleep at 10 p.m. Oh, my, oh. Wow, I wake up with the birds at 6. I can do all of, so many things. And then, boom, bigla ka magkaka-call time ng super maaga the next day. Oh, bigla ka mag-pack up ng sobrang late. Sira na naman. So, oh, tapos bigla may live performance. Tapos, usually, live performance, mga gigs, late na nagsistart. Tapos, pag out of, the, out of town pa, usually, late din nagsistart. So, parang itong mga ganyan. Uh, no structure at all. So, I, I I feel like going back to your question. It's, voila! It's super mood based. It's it's it's, uh, I, me as a songwriter, and me as an artist. I I don't have structure. So when it comes to making and creating things, there's no structure in it as well, right? Sometimes I can go I could go on for three months without making anything, without coming up with something, without writing anything. And sometimes in 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 one week I could make 50. Right? Like wala, minsan uuna yung melodies tapos susunod yung lyrics, minsan susunod yung lyrics. Ay mauuna yung lyrics, susunod yung melodies, minsan sabay. I have songs that I completed the whole song in like five minutes, ten minutes. And then I have songs that I started making in January tapos matatapos ng January the next year. Alam mo yun? So like wala siyang structure at all. So, yeah, I, wala. Creativity is weird, no? Parang, nagagaling siya from somewhere. It is. It is so weird. And in some sort of weird, unexplainable way, I'm not sure if this is explained by science, but at least for me, I'm the most creative when it's like 2, 3 a.m. It's like the wee hours when everybody's asleep. That's when my mind's awake. So, parang, kaya parang, hindi ko, ko siya magtindihan. Kaya parang iniisip ko minsan parang, okay, I, 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 I am lucky that I'm an artist. I'm grateful to be in this, you know, world. But it's just actually sustainable health-wise. Alam mo yung parang, you know, especially nakikita ko yung mga TED Talks about like the risk of like not having sleep, ganyan-ganyan. The benefits of sleep. Like, oh, if you don't sleep for at least six hours a day, you will die early. I'm like, shit, man. I guess I'll die early. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, like songwriting-wise process of it. That's just songwriting about anything. There's, there, I have no structure. I tried so many times. I tried so many times. I, and I guess I want to try that again because, for example, Ed Sheeran. I, I look up to that guy so much, Ed Sheeran, because the commercial success that he was able to uh, attain with his talent in songwriting, amazing, right? I've been a fan since Loose Change era. And... and, and, and What he does, well, I guess later on, uh, I say he started out like that as well, no structure, like, alam mo yun, um, busking era niya pa, wala, no structure at all. Like, couch surfing and all of these things that he went through. But then I feel like later on, I don't know when it started, but later on, he, tr- he started treating it as a 9 to 5 thing. Wherein, from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., he will do nothing but write, play. So that really kind of made me think so hard about it. Parang, hmm, 
Hmm. <laughs> I'll be like, hmm. Wait, my first issue is I don't wake up at nine. <laughs> so, parang wait lang. <laughs> Step one. Paano ba? Step one, baby steps. Gising muna ng maaga. Problema ko naman, di ako nakakatulog ng maaga. So, okay, okay. Sige. so that's, that's one of the things I want to try doing. I, I really want to try that. I, wa- I want to see how that works. And I guess that's always, I, I guess that's also a big part with being a creative person. It's always exploration and discovery and trying yeah. out things, right? I mean, I guess if you're a musician, you try out so many different sounds. If you are an actor, you watch so many different kinds of films. If you're a director, you watch so many different kinds of things. Anything. Anything motion picture, right? So it's, it's always that. And it's always about parang hearing about these ideas and things from other people and trying to parang use it for yourself in your process. So I guess that's that's really it na parang it's, it's it's one of the things that I love so much about being a musician and being an artist is because it's a never-ending search. Right. And sometimes it's not even the stuff you're consuming, it's not music, it's not film, it's like a conversation, it's someone exactly. you met, it's like a story you exactly. heard. Exactly. Exactly. Right? Yeah. The parang I could find out something that you've went like that, that you've been through in your life that you would share and that I could wow I got I, I'm so inspired by that story and I could possibly turn it into a song or turn it into some sort of idea that's the beauty of it right that's the beauty of it and that also goes back as to why I love building relationships with people I just don't like working okay trabaho tayo tapos who you no I love working with the people that I get to know because that helps so much as an artist Okay, yeah, we, we've been hearing a lot of good advice that you took from your career and the music. But after like all this time of being in the music industry, have you ever heard like bad advice? Stuff na realize ma na parang di ata tatoyan or di nakakatulong tong bad advice or recommendation. It doesn't have to be advice per se, but like an idea that you found out na parang mali, parang sablay yata yung ganong mindset. That is just a normal part of it. That's that's normal. Uh, hearing bad advice and meeting bad people and experiencing bad things—it's part of it. And uh, I always, again, I always surround myself with so many people that are especially so much more experienced than me. And I, I, I feel like, especially in the Philippines, that's also one thing where, in some people, especially like older, like a few. A few people that have been there for so long. So unfortunately, sometimes they have, they don't have a progressive mindset mm. or like you know, perspective or point of view when it comes to some certain things. So it goes to the saying that always take any advice with a grain of salt. You know, if I give you an advice or something, if I give, if you give me an advice on something, it doesn't necessarily mean I have to take it. I can just put it in this big drawing board of advices in this big fish bowl of advices. Just put it there. Mm. And then eventually, parang, you know, at one point, just choose which advices that I could, I feel like put would help me. See what you're going to put in the Right, pot, yeah. yeah. <laughs> choose which ones would I feel like would be beneficial for me. Choose the advices that I, that goes with my values mm, and yeah. all of these things. Yeah, and I, 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 I've gotten so many good advices and bad advices. 
And it's all about just the advices and opinions that you think would, you know what? Hmm, yeah. Yeah, that's good advice. Or you know what? Yeah, good advice, but not for me. Yeah. Or you know what? Bad advice. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. so. But nothing's also wrong with making mistakes. There's also that whole aspect. Mm-hmm. I feel like especially in the you know in this, in this social media era that we're in now, and this digital space that we're living in now, and this whatever metaverse we're in, where every smallest thing that you do is watched by so many people, and you just make the smallest amount of mistake, and then you're canceled. Mm. Fuck cancel culture. Fuck it so much. Like, what the fuck is wrong with people making mistakes? Right? right Sometimes yeah. people people get cancelled now for something they did 10 years ago. It's like, what? Right? Mm. Change is real. Change is a real thing. And my God, like, especially a lot of these people who love cancelling other people are people who make mistakes themselves. Mm. Right? So, yeah. just... I, I hate cancel culture so much. Give I don't know. people like room to, to change, you know. Yeah, yeah. and give Be people better. room to 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 make mistakes yeah. and and fail. Alam mo, no one is perfect, so don't act like you are. That's how we learn, man, through failure. I exactly, that's, that's exactly, future, right? right? And alam mo, I I am a firm believer of constructive criticism. You know, I I I love being surrounded by people who. Tell me off if I do something wrong, if I say something wrong, if I don't make the best decision on something. I'm, I'm lucky to be surrounded by that, and that's good. But cancel culture is something else. Because it's just this fucking hate train that people just want to like ride on because it's, I don't know, it's cool. A lot of these things are just, unfortunately, assumptions and misconceptions. And sometimes that's just what you have to deal with, especially if you're a public figure, if you're someone who's on stage in front of a crowd that's just one of the things you have to deal with yeah i think i've seen other creatives who are like in the public sphere and i think the best thing that they do is really separate the stuff they can control and the stuff they can't control exactly so if you try to focus on people's opinion of yourself yeah exactly you could be you could be the kindest person in the world like oh my god even 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 god has non-believers even god has haters Mm. so who the fuck are you to not have people who don't believe in you right it's 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 part of it right there's eight billion people in the world you can't have them all Mm. all right so like Hola. Uh, I guess parang smooth transition into the whole advice for, pe- for people starting out. Uh, first of all, I personally don't think I'm in, the, in any way credible to give an advice. Because for me personally, I'm also just starting out. I haven't even done the things I want to do yet. And, but that's a, that's a personal, like, you know... Mm. picture of myself okay so I guess let's just end it with looking forward to the future you know parang we just came from a pandemic um, but everything is coming back I feel like this energy with every creative I, I talk to parang kahit musician filmmaker oh yeah oh yeah parang you know I don't know there's like a pent up energy creative energy that mm. everyone wants to go out and see kahit stand up comedy whatever like a volcano tra- waiting to blow up diba? basically yeah, yeah, yeah. so 
yeah, like what are you looking forward to, man? Like what are your hopes and what are you looking forward to for like, you know, the creative space in the Philippines? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't even know where to start. Definitely more support from the government, hopefully. Mm. Yeah. All right. Look what South Korea does. <laughs> right? Like, Look at hopefully, Korea, man. Hey, yeah. it's going to be a little bit hard for us to be able to, like, push uh, Filipino talent, especially globally, if you don't help us in building the bridge or something, exactly. right? Like, that's a good point, man. Yeah. I feel like that's really it. The thing, one of the things I look forward to is to, you know, I mean, hmm. I guess on a personal thing, I'm just looking forward to just, you know, being able to create for myself and for people, being, being able to provide for myself and my family. Purpose. It's really important why you do what you do. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I make music is because I consume music. Music has always been there for me in all of my ups and downs listen to songs in my lowest points in life, I listen to music. And music is that constant friend that's always there for me. And in my happiest moments, that's, that's, it's always there for me. And then my okay moments, songs or musicals is always there for me. So that's my purpose as to why I make music, is to be able to give back to that pool and make something that people can use for their ups and downs and anything in between. So going back like I feel like that's also like that's just one of the things I look forward to just being able to give back to that pool make more music that people can just help and relate to right um, yeah that's on a personal thing but like more on the, more of a creative industry thing I don't know man. I feel like we it would be it would be amazing to have the the, the our industries be unionized in some sort of way to have some real mm -hmm. structure because being artists doesn't have a structure in and of itself so at least the industry sana meron you know artists should be paid well right because yeah. i feel like alam mo yun, i feel like that's where the whole idea of where our families that yung mga mas nakakatanda na parang oh artist ka dito kikita diyan oh, and oh. some sort of way i feel like dun nagagaling yun kasi mm -hmm. totoo naman eh Right? So, sana dumating there's a point na yun na ma, to be able to give, you know, the value that an artist deserves. Exactly, yeah. To be able to give them that value that they deserve. Whatever hierarchy or level or whatever you are in the creative industry. Right? So, whether it be you're the one making the coffee or making the film. Right? Yeah. Everyone should be paid. Nothing is wrong with doing something for money at all, right? Because first of all, we all got to pay our bills. We all got to reinvest in ourselves in order for us to be to create more. I mean, as a musician, you have to invest in all of your gears. And as a filmmaker and as a theater like actor, you have to reinvest. You have to invest so that you'll be able to get your return on investment and like expand and grow just like a business thing. So, yeah, I feel like industry as a whole, Sana, one day, one day, hopefully we will get there. My dream is one day to go in a classroom full of kids, their teachers asking them, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I want to hear a, 
a child say, I want to be a musician. I want to be a filmmaker. I want to be a director. I want to be a producer. I want to be a theater actor. I want to be an artist. Awesome, man. And I think we can leave it at that. I think yeah. it's <laughs> conversations like this na, you know, can help bring more value to the creative arts. And hopefully, we're part of that generation putting the word out there so hey yeah awesome, i mean e- even if we're part of it or not uh, hey uh, even if natin yun, as long as it will happen in the future yeah. yun, parang, we're building up to that let's yeah, just yeah, plant the yeah. seeds now and Peace like alam yun, let's see what happens and just enjoy the process of it man. jk thanks so much man so that was it i hope you guys enjoyed the episode Please remember that we really love it when you guys engage with the content and social media. Feel free to tag us in your stories and share anything you've learned about these episodes. We super appreciate it when you guys do that. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Quentong Creatives and on TikTok at kcreatives.geo. It isn't no, 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 no.